It's six o'clock, everybody. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio FM and SF every Monday from six to eight since to, since the beginning of time. No, since uh, twenty fourteen, I think. I'm not sure. It goes way back. Uh, but the way the joke workshop works is that the first eight comics get four minute sets. You'll hear the light at uh, three minutes. That means you have a minute. And then we'll do four minutes of comments. And so you want to, um, I'll be taking notes, but feel free to also take notes for each other and be kind. There's microphones back here. When you give comments, just make sure you use a microphone because it is a radio show, live streaming and podcast. And there's a radio listening audience. Hi, everybody. And um, remember, if you're going to feed someone a shipped sandwich, make the bread taste good. A nice toasted brioche bun, and then you put the meat in the middle. And then close it on up. But be kind and it's a, you know, it's community and nice and tags. And, and if people aren't saying anything, it's your time up there. So you can direct questions, you know, if, if everybody's being shy or whatever. Like you can say, remember when I said this? What do you think about that? And then blah, 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 blah. And then conversations ensue. All right. Your first comedian of the night. He's, uh, he's always been very supportive of the station. He's a very funny man. Put your hands together for Ray Khan. Yay! <laughs> Hi guys, hello, happy Monday, what's happening? Joke workshop, all right, we got almost a full crowd here. Uh, listen, uh, I come from a pretty educated family, education's a big deal with me, me and my family, it's a huge deal, it means everything. Uh, my father has a degree, in, he has a doctorate in entomology. Yeah, he's a doctorate in bugs, yeah. And my mom has two master's degrees, one in education, the second one in education, special education. So if you know anything about genetics, you know that I'm a huge disappointment. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true, it's true. I got, uh, I got three biological kids. This guy got some new stuff here. Three biological kids, all with uh, blue eyes and blonde hair. I married a white woman. It's nice, it's good, it's good. They look nothing like me, but that's the problem. Because every time I go to Safeway or Trader Joe's, I see people checking their phones for Amber Alerts. That's not nice. The hell is that supposed to mean? I'm the biological, I, my seed people, that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, my kids look like the mailman's mailman. That's how, that's how far <laughs> apart they are, right? I'm raising children of the corn, if you know that movie. It's a timely reference, by the way, if anybody remembers children. One person remembers children of the corn, that's nice. That's good. Uh, in my, uh, if you look at my family Christmas cards, I look like a classic corporate diversity hire. It's, it's like, oh, they have one of him. That's sweet. That's sweet. They're getting better at this kind of stuff. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, as, a, as a kid, I was afraid of dark closets. Anybody afraid of dark spaces when they were a kid? Irrational fears? Anybody? Yeah, everybody? Good. That's good. Me too. Me too. As a matter of fact, uh, the uh, light bulb in my fridge went out for about a week, and I lost 10 pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's a thinker, yo, you know, get it, can't open a closet. Anyways, uh, let's see, uh, growing up, my parents were cheap, they were cheap, uh, they, you know, I tried to fight it, but, you know, when you're, when you're raised that way, it's kind of burned into you, I gotta, I gotta try to, I gotta fight hard, really hard every now and then, to fight the urge to pull over on the freeway to pick up that sweet-looking ottoman. Yeah, it's true. Oh, man. For the low, low price of reversing one half mile along the right shoulder of the highway, that cracked rattan footstool, it's all mine. It's all mine. Fight the urge, Ray. Fight the urge. All right. Everybody's talking about climate change and how we have to solve it. I think we're, we're working on the wrong side of the equation. 
I think climate change is going to happen. There's no way we're going to round it. We're not going to dodge that bullet. That shit is happening right now, people. So I think we got to focus on the other side of the equation. We got to focus on speeding up natural selection. We got to speed up evolution, right? We can't slow down climate change. Let's crank this up. Did you know it took 100 years, 100 million years to go from primate to modern man? That's too long. People get cracking. Let's do this, man. I need a pill so I can pop some gills. Yeah, I need a medicinal lotion to adapt to the rising ocean. Yeah, yeah, I need some I need my skin to sprout some fins, people. That's a <laughs> That's about, that's what it deserves. Um, the, planet keep, <laughs> the planet keeps heating up, and uh, it would be cool if scientists like, get to the point where slowly I can, you know, the temperatures rise and it's getting a little hot for Ray, right? And slowly, like a, a window-mounted Hitachi air conditioner starts sprouting from my chest, right, just to cool me off, right? No, nobody? Okay, I can look like Beyonce out there by myself then. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yo, joke workshop, everybody. Comments. Raycon, everyone. Raycon, solving menopause by making a that man was for you, into Pam, a I wrote fan. That. Thank you. Making a man into a fan. I like it. <laughs> um, hey, uh, really great stuff. You had, you fit so many punchlines in there. Oh, good. Um, you were just jamming. I would I would take a little time and slow down because you basically did like a seven minute set in four minutes. It was just like punch after punch after punch, which is great. Okay. Um, but I would take some opportunities to maybe even like riff. So you started right in, right into education, but you can actually ask the audience and say, how much education do you have? Like you look like you have a master's in pot smoking or whatever. You can, you can work with the audience a little bit and like riff with them and then go into your parents' degrees and then with the, you're a total disappointment, which is a lovely punchline. Um, and then what else did I have them on the mailman's? Children, that was very funny. Children of the Corn, I'd make it a little bit more obvious and tag it back to Safeway or TJ's. Okay. Because it's, I mean, I think that's where you're trying to do anyway. It's Children of the Corn because it's the Stephen King reference, but you're raising the children, but also you're in the corn aisle of... Oh, I didn't even Oh, okay. Because no, no, so you started, no. but you started that joke no. talking about Safeway or TJ's. So I thought that the corn, no. I thought the corn was a tag back that you just didn't illuminate I hard enough. I made that connection. Yeah, yeah. So I think that you can... Go back to the, okay. Children of the Corn. I love that Thank book. You. It's very funny. Um, and what, what is that? Oh, what are you? You mentioned that you're, but like you, you didn't specifically say like what your racial makeup is, and not that you have to or anything. Oh, okay. But I, think I thought it, it was obvious I wasn't white. Well, right. No, we got that. We got that that you weren't white. But <laughs> don't say we. We, me, I, I'm sorry, you're very tan. I don't see color. I just see tans. Oh my God, you're I don't so know. woke. I, I love you, Pam. But um, <laughs> it's another opportunity for crowd work to be okay. like, what do you think I am? And then to have oh, people guess and stuff. Okay. And um, the cracked or tan footstool is just great words together. That was Thank great. You. That was Thank great. You. I love that. That was great things Thank to you. say. Uh, Hunter. All right, right. First of all, amazing set. Like, you bit the bullet and you did a great job. Like, so we get a round of applause for him again because that was yeah. fucking awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Wow. Right. Um, now going with the stuff like uh, when you you start off by naming your parents' degrees right off the bat, no punchlines, and like I'm a white guy and I was annoyed by your privilege when you were saying that shit, you know. So like, uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm saying like you know, it, it'd be great if you had like a, a joke about each parent's you know um, degree, something about that. Like I don't know what etymology is, okay, you know, like something like that, yeah. and on there, and then um, with the uh, light bulb stuff, I thought it was hilarious, and like you lost weight, and yeah. I think it's a um, uh, uh, 
something could add on there. It's like now you're you were skinny enough to fit in the fridge, which is the oh. cramped space, so it creates a <laughs> cycle. It. You got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but great set, yeah, dude. Cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, you're really, really good, and I find I find your presence charming. No. On stage. I think you're charming too. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Um, and. Yeah, just I I really and I agree with Pam that uh, a little bit more time to listen to all of your jokes would be great. Okay. You're, and you're Thanks. wonderful. Cool. Other comments? Any other comments? There was no I shit like sandwich. That was just all good. Yeah, it's all well. It was. It was a great set. Everybody, put your hands together for Raycon! Yay! Yay! And then yay! All right, moving right along. Your next comedian. Uh, I believe he's got a song to sing for us tonight. I always enjoy his parodies. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson! Hi, everyone. How you doing? Did you have a good weekend? Did everyone suck a lot of dick like me? Did you? Good, good. I just want to make sure that we're all taken care of. I'd like to address the cocksuckers in the room. You know what I mean? I see you. I see you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I've just been having such a great time since the um since the the end of quarantine and you know I had such a good time children of earth that um well you know with everything good there comes a cost and um it was such a beautiful moment and such a struggle that I decided to write a song about it and um it goes something like this it's just my crotch and it's on fire. Hotter than a Krispy Kreme. Oh God, tell me it's just a dream. It's uh, it started with a burn, now it's on fire. It's filled with pus, you see. I beg for delivery. Oh no, it's really bringing me down. Cause it's burning right now. Oh, 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 it's got me screaming out loud, and it's not cooling down. This crotch is on fire. This crotch is on fire. Come on. On fire. This crotch is on fire. My crotch is on fire. Look at this dick, it's so inflamed. So hot, tears fill my eyes. Please look the other way. I could try, but I'll never forget the pain. I shouldn't have topped that queen. Now my dick's turn green, say, oh. It's really bringing me down. Cause it's burning right now. Oh, oh. Oh, it's got me screaming out loud, and it's not cooling down. Everybody's, oh, everybody stares as I go by, because they can see the fear in my eyes, hearing me sobbing through the night. Oh, now everybody knows that I'm a dirty girl, and it's a dirty world. And it's, oh, and it keeps burning, baby. It's burning, baby. My crotch is on fire. My crotch is on fire. This crotch is on fire. This crotch is on fire. Thank you. 
so I'm glad I could share that moment of struggle with you all. I really, I really appreciate it. And that's my new work. So what do y'all think? Brady Pearson, everyone! Yay! Brady Pearson! Yes, there will be a soundtrack eventually. All right. Uh, You can just pick a microphone and... I just want to say you've got really good lyrics. Like, it's really funny. Uh, support from your stomach Yes. when you're hitting those those uh, larger notes. Thank you. Because I want to be able to understand the words that you're saying because yeah. you're a really good writer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to also get back to the singing thing too. Thank you for that. Uh, the opening with the uh, crowd work about the cock sucking, that was very endearing and, and, and lear- I really loved that. Um, and the, the, the song is really funny. I would... I think that it'll change everything once you memorize it yep. because then you can like do a little dance and do yep. some crowd work and that'll change everything with like with the O's and the, and um, you're the only, I mean, it's, it's very strong. The last stanza isn't as strong as the others. So okay. I might dump the dirty girl okay. stanza and then just do the crotches on fire okay. refrain again at the end and really, you know, belt it. But once you have it, I mean, it's it's really funny, and it's and you'll be able to like yes. walk through the crowd and talk to people and engage them, and yeah, and it'll be great. And especially if you're singing it, you can stop and even have asides while you're working the room. So yeah. you would even be able to stop and do crowd work about like like what happened here. Oh, I'm sorry, oh. is it chlamydia? I'm talking about that. something. Else. You know what I mean? And then you can get back into okay. The scratches off because even right now everyone joined in, so it's it's. You know, it's catchy and it's a good song. I haven't and I haven't heard anybody else like do that kind of parody yet. So kudos. Thank you. Oh, I can make that one work. Okay, sorry. I, does it have an on-off switch? Uh-oh. It's on. Huh? Is it on? I don't know. Is it? Let me oh. keep talking. Yeah, I think your singing is is endearing, and I li- you know everybody wants to join you. The, I think the only the only negative would be. Would be it just goes for a long time, right? It goes for a long time, and so interjecting and breaking it in, breaking it up yeah. with an like a joke about your sex life, a joke about you know the dick you sucked last week or whatever it is, interjecting it in between the song, just like you said, Pam, would be great because I think ultimately, ultimately people we 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 get a break from the song as as good as your singing is, and then we can get right back to it. And you can you can fit all four stanzas in if you want, but I think four jokes in between would be a nice refrain. That's great. Yeah. You just gave me a whole like eight minute set. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you guys. So Other much. comments? All right, Anybody clap your hands loudly, everybody, for Brady Pearson. <laughs> That's how the joke workshop works. Your next comedian, uh, he's pretty new to the room, but he's come back a couple times. Put your hands together, everybody, for Marcello. It's tough to follow those guys. But uh, all right, happy July 4th, everybody. There's a lot of fireworks, especially in this neighborhood. But it's like kind of who cares at this point? There's been like fireworks every day for like two years. So like at this point, I think the craziest fireworks show that I've, I've seen was four days ago, just like two blocks from here at a gas station. It was perpetrated by a guy in a gas station attendant's outfit, and it was like right next to the pump. So I was walking by, and I was kind of like, I'm intrigued. It's not my first choice for ha- where to have a fireworks show, but I'm interested. I looked a little closer, and he had used the firewood that they pile up in front of they sell to hold the mortars in place. And I was like, this guy should know better, you know? 
Um, uh, anyway, we got it's a uh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, we got to start off fire season somewhere. So that um, is what I was going for. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it got pretty wild last night. I mean, particularly probably in this neighborhood, it seemed like it's a lot more fun in this neighborhood. Like, if you go down to the Embarcadero and try to watch the fireworks, it's like, it sucks. It's like really foggy. Have you been down there? It's kind of like you just end up watching some pyromaniac shooting uh, missiles into the fog, and then it just blows back, like, um, clouds of fire and smoke. Um, it's like, I feel like I'm in a montage from Apocalypse Now. Anyway, um... The holidays aren't all fun, though. It's been kind of tough for me, you know, because I'm, like, sober. So um, it's been really tough. But I think I figured it out. Like, I, I downloaded an app to, like, track my drinking and just to hold me accountable. But, like, yesterday it just got really tough. So I, I found myself sneaking like I, like I had a drink, you know. But I'm, just, I'm only human. Um, and then I was realizing I've actually been sneaking, like, a lot. I've been sneaking kind of a lot. And then I was like, well, I think I figured it out. All you guys just do me a favor. None of you guys tell my app. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, and you guys uh, have tattoos. I've been finding myself in the pandemic, getting a lot of tattoos. And um, I was in the tattoo parlor the other day, and these two younger guys walked in. Like, I don't know, they, like, maybe they were 18, but they seemed really young. And then both of them had uh, face tats, like tattoos on their face. And I was like, that's kind of crazy, because like, when I was 18, it seemed like if you had a tattoo on your face, like we could just call it like a job stopper, like you could never get a job. You know, like if you just show the government, they just say this guy's crazy and then you'd get a government assistance for the rest of your life. But now it seems like if you get a facial tat, you just get given a SoundCloud. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's a good one, right? SoundCloud. Anyway, um, and you guys married? I'm married. Um, it, uh, it seems like, yeah, there you go, anyway. I just want to give you guys some sage advice that I wish someone had sat down and told me when I was 18, and that's third time's the charm. Anyway. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, okay. Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, back in the news, he's out. Now, I mean, 20, <laughs> nice. I mean, 2020 and 2021 were so shitty. At this point, it's like, I guess just let him out. Like, why not, you know? What's next? Like, he's going to run for president? <laughs> I'm, uh, I was just, I'm sure uh, we're just like, what's going to happen next? We're just going to keep springing more and more people. Like, who's his running mate going to be? The Golden State Killer? <laughs> uh, or maybe Woody Allen? I mean, he's available. We can, have the, <laughs> we can have the original canceled Kings of Comedy ticket for 2024. I mean, it's a nightmare. Anyway, thanks, everybody. Marcello, everyone. Thank you. It's difficult for me. Thanks, guys. That was great. Um, um, just some technical things. Yeah, uh, you got to figure out, kind of make a choice with the microphone. Is it going to be in the stand? If it's going to be in the stand, it needs to be a it's little bit higher bleeding. to your mouth. Yeah. Or, yeah, just it's just technical stuff. Is if you're not going to hold it, you have to. And it, and it doesn't matter as much. I'm like because of the rate room or the space but for me it's just because it's the radio but it also just good mic technique is something you want to get used to thank you That's so a, a lot point. of people a lot of people used to rest it on their chin but then covid and everybody's freaked out so 
I don't know what the answer is. Just figure out the. The goal is not to read, and then it'll have a little more ability oh, to work with it. Oh, I see. That was a product of you reading your book. Yeah. I because right now you're doing fine with the yeah, yeah, no, I can, So I see. So yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Fuck my thing. You just, just the jokes are bad, and then I was like, oh shit, they're gonna they're gonna go through the jokes with me, and then I was like, fuck, I gotta read these anyway. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, it's some. And I see people bringing books on stage all the time, and people that. I mean, I'm like Nate, a, Nato Green just did my show and he's been doing comedy forever and he just did my show last Wednesday and he had a book the whole time. So he's like, I'm just going to work out some new stuff. And I was like, do it, bro. It's one or the other for me. I'm not like a two. I was like a reading or talking. It's going to be tough. Ah, it's going to be tough to work this out. Right. So you just have to do stage time, stage time, stage time to get the memorization down. Yeah. Um, why are you sober? I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know if I am. Uh, oh. No, I don't know if that is that is that do I have to is this like a no. is, it, is it like what's it called uh, uh you know like Marlon Brando when you're like fully immersed in the role I have, <laughs> everything I say has to be true No, not of course not. I was just I was just wondering. I'm not even married. No. Oh, sorry. really? No, That's yeah, I am. That's so funny. Okay. Uh, I know and your jokes don't have to be true, but I think that it's there the, your writing is a conduit for us to see who you are as a person and I don't want you guys like to you. dox me. I'm not going to give you give it all, you know. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, I no mean, joke. it's all like, yeah. I mean, it just, I just was interested as I a story. I live on Church Street. I think like, I think why, when you do a joke about sobriety, I just, my brain is like, ooh, I wonder why he's sober. I bet there's a funny joke in there somewhere. Oh, there's a lot of funny um, jokes in there. And then the, the SoundCloud joke is very funny. Isn't SoundCloud free? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know about SoundCloud. I, I, I was, was just so saying up front, like, I've done that joke a couple of times and it's like, the kids resonate with the SoundCloud, and so if I can get in my 19-year-old coworker to laugh by just saying SoundCloud, then I'm gonna do it. Yeah, there you go. Um, and the Cosby for president, I thought that was. I laugh. I have a big smiley face next to that. I thought that. Is that was time just out, great. you guys? And is that time out? Like, if it's like next week, are people gonna give a shit about Cosby? I don't think we should. Should we go with it, or do we do we keep pillorying this guy? Yes. Rest of the year. Okay, rest of the year. Okay. That you get to that he'll still be relevant, or that he'll yeah. disappear again. Yeah, is it really relevant? I just, I just like this week. I just really wanted to get a couple he cracks in. For, for rest of his life, but right now is the time to get really start strong again. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. that. See, thank yeah. you. Good stuff. Uh, other comments? Yeah, I have a, co I have a comment. Um, number one, you're super likable up there. I, hey, uh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wait till you meet I, me I in love person. Up there. Uh, number two, I thought Apocalypse Now when you did the, um, when you did the analogy. It's Apocalypse Now. I think I need more of that. I want to hear about Apocalypse Now. I want to hear about napalm. I want to hear about it's uh, it's great Surfing. to smell the yeah. the 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 smell of blah blah That's blah in the morning. Whatever it is, I just wanted to hear oh, more thanks. about that. I wait till next Fourth of July. Um, and then um, also, what's that? So wait till next Fourth of July. Those jokes are coming back, uh, baby. They're coming back. Uh, <laughs> a third time a charm. The charm is a cute. A cute uh, line at the end. I like the way it sounds. <laughs> and then SoundCloud sounds nice to my ears. That's all. Thank you. I really yeah. appreciate it, everybody. Other comments? Comments, comments, comments. I would think clap your hands wildly, everybody. Thanks, everybody. For I really appreciate it. <laughs> and if, if I'm a little weird today, it's because I made these cherry pot pies. And um, I'm like super, I eat half, I'm like super stoned right now. Um, cause they're, and, and they're so tasty. I couldn't stop eating. I was like, I'm only going to eat a fourth of this next one. And then I couldn't stop eating it cause it tasted really good. Cause I did the cherries. I took the pits out with my fingernails.
That's, I, is there another way to do it? All right, you're next. And it was funny because I was trying to do this pre-sign list and I had like cherries all over my fingers and I kept having to like wash them and then do the computer stuff and go back. And I had flour everywhere. It was like all over my phone. It was a fun morning. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together. He's, he's got kind of an interesting name. Milk Madala. Yay! Who is this person? They said they're Mike's friend. Okay, they don't exist. Who knows who they are? I didn't even, couldn't even tag him. Oh, here we go. Your next comedian. It's you, Ian. Put your hands together for the very funny Ian Langlands. Yay! What'd you say, Brady? Oh, Brady, you couldn't handle me. I'm kidding. You probably could. <laughs> okay, uh... We'll get to the jokes now, huh? Um, so I have this, um, you guys see those, you ever see those just piles of like stuff, the giveaway stuff that people feel too guilty throwing away, but they don't want to like donate it for some reason, so they keep it on the street? I don't know what it is with me, but my entire life, every time I see one, I'm like, I need to go through everything that's there. It's like, I'm going to find the thing I need there. And it's like, I don't know why I'm like that. I have never in my life, been close to anything that ever resembled poor and I always act like I like need the things in there and it's never anything useful because you know why it's on the street it's trash <laughs> it's trash it, well I guess it's not trash it's between trash and uh, something that's useless I guess it's this weird uncanny twilight zone of stuff but like I'll go through I'm like going through like books I'm like I really you know I like look at like you know, the history of Eastern Europe. I'm like, I, c I could see myself reading this, definitely. What the fuck am I going to do with that shit? It's trash. I go through it, I'm like, maybe Candyland. I love Candyland with half the pieces missing. I swear to God, I was walking and there was, a, there was a mattress in a puddle. And I thought to myself, do I know anybody with a truck? What the fuck am I going to do with this? I have a bed. Oh, man. That, that's not where you go. Nobody's like, oh, fine. Maybe you find a microwave or like a TV or something. But, you know, it's never like, finally I found this thing. And I don't know what it is about me. I go into this fight or flight mode. I don't know what it is. It's, it's with everything I do. It's like, I, I, another thing is like before I go to bed every night, I just have to make sure all the doors and the windows of my house are locked. It's just like an unconventional fear I have. Like, I was raised in a middle-class house in Pacifica, California. And I'm acting like I'm in the south side of Chicago. Like, oh shit, they're coming to get me. Nobody's coming to get me. Nobody wants me. Uh, oh, don't, no, I said that, Walt. No, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, like, I, I just do everything, like, I act like uh, it's the end of the world. Like, I, I, and you know what it is? It's anxiety, is what I'm told. It's just anxiety. <laughs> I have so little going on for me that that's what I worry about. It's. I, I, the anxiety is so bad that it's like, if I order something at a restaurant, I'll order like a chicken sandwich at a restaurant, they'll just bring me a Caesar salad. I'll be like, man, you know, I guess I want salad now. That's how like so anxious I am. I just won't even go back and be like, hey, I don't need this thing that I didn't order. But um, okay, that's, uh, that's all I had. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Ian Langlands, everyone. When did you get so good? Um... That was great. That was a great set. Like from the get-go with the yeah. crowd work, you were rocking it. And then mm -hmm. um, the street trash thing, I mean, the only thing I can add, I mean, I'll, you, I was with you the whole way. The only thing I would say is just you have to have one ultimate crazy item okay. for the end. Because mm -hmm. you went through like 
you started a list and then you started getting there and then you were like, and I don't need, like for you, so you it, you did the puddle, you did the, does my friend have a truck? Yeah, yeah. And then there's got to be one more after that that's just completely absurd. Mm-hmm. Just think of the grossest that like Yeah, and that's like the one thing I took home. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got that, you know, okay. Right, because that's what I really had. Um, and, and that's the only yeah. tip I can give. Everything else was so fantastic. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I loved it. Yeah. I would say in order to make like to, to add on to Pam's thing to like you know make it the uh, one crazy thing out of the world, don't make it street trash. Make it a garage sale. Oh yeah, like a ten. Because that entirely sale. still fits, you know. And the the crazy thing would be a mattress with a puddle in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's, you know, it's it all fits there except you now you have somebody just staring at you awkwardly, mm-hmm. and it makes the tension more awkward. And okay, then you yeah. can go into anxiety. Yeah, you I can. I, mean? I can do both actually. I can do start with that and be like, and I do the same thing for. Garage sales. And oh, yeah, or, or, well, and what's or the difference off, or between start off with the street trash? Because and then the, the slowly... thing is, because it's funny, because it's like they're not selling it. It's just like on the street. I right. think that was the. Yeah. But yeah. I can do both. Yeah, but I'm saying like, uh, if you start with the uh, street trash in the in entirety, because like, what was that uh, line you said where like you know they're uh, that something like you know they don't want they don't want to give it away a charity, but like, what was that line? Yeah, it was like they don't they don't want to throw it away, but for some reason they don't want to go through the effort. Of they don't want to throw it away, but they yeah. want you to pay for it. Okay. Or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. I loved it. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Ian. Hey, what's up? You are just getting so freaking good at this, man. You guys can't hype me up. I gotta. I really <laughs> appreciate how comfortable you've gotten up there in a okay. short amount of time. Thank you. You really held that for. Thank you, Brady. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I only have one thing to say. Um, I, there's a phrase that jumped out at me: spectrum of refuge, uh-huh. of, of refuse, refuse. You know, refuse. Sorry, okay. not refuge. A spectrum uh, of refuge. Spectrum. Right, right. So, yeah, that makes sense. Because you're looking at all those different types of items. I just thought that was catchy. Cool. That's all. Thank I've you. picked Thank up you. shoes off the street and worn them. No, I've definitely taken some good shit. I mean, and there and the lady was sort of having a free sale over here, and uh-huh. I took a bunch of books, and I'm and they're so heavy I can only take them home one at a time. Yeah. But they're good cookbooks. But then I learned that bed bugs can live in books. Although she's from like a nice house right around the corner, oh. so I'm sure she doesn't have bed bugs. But also, like, what am I doing? I'm like, like. That could be funny too. Actually. They can live in, but they can bed bugs can live. Bed bugs can live off the. Um, uh, off the uh, and so can roaches off the book binding glue. Yeah. Oh. And roaches can live off the glue that holds paper bags together. Really? Yeah, because they because they're gonna survive the apocalypse and we're all gonna die. Uh, Marcello, you have some. St- um, I like if you're, they're selling the stuff because you get like a choosing beggars moment where you're like someone's trying to sell you trash, mm-hmm. which I think is sick. We might, oh, maybe okay. that's already said, but I like that idea. Of, okay. Oh right, beggars you, can't if you, be choosers. If you transition it from. Just trash to somebody selling, and there's you get another mm-hmm. crack at it. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Uh, a crack, but um, uh. <laughs> that's because they're looking for more crack. They're selling things that were free. Um, that was great, Ian. And you still, you only did like two and a half minutes. Yeah, so. I didn't do much. Yeah, but that was great. But you were super yeah. entertaining and really lovely. Okay, cool. Thank Put you. your hands together you, for Ian Langland. <laughs> Hooray! Um, if anybody named Milk ever comes, tell me who you are, because I'm not sure who you are. Um, your next meeting, he's also a new guy, and I haven't met him. Put your hands together for Kevin Mulherin. Yay! Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. I, uh, what's up? I'm Kevin. I'm, I guess I'm new at this place. Uh, this is a cool room. Uh, I, uh, I want to say I missed uh, going to bars the last year. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I remember I was in a bar a little while back with my girlfriend, and uh, we were having a good time, but then we noticed that the DJ was kind of talking a lot. <laughs> like, every song he was chiming in. Mostly he was asking where stuff was. 
You know, he's like, where are the ladies at? Where are the boys at? Anyone seen my keys? It's like, no. <laughs> like, we ha I haven't seen your keys. And, you know, also not many ladies either. So, but, so it was like really annoying. Uh, and then at one point, the song, I Got a Feeling comes on. And I swear, during the buildup, this dude just goes, who's ready to party? I just got divorced. <laughs> and then he didn't talk for the rest of the night. <laughs> Like, he just left us there with Will I Am, just going, tonight's the night, let's live it up. And I'm like, I don't think this guy's living it up, to be honest. Uh, all right. Let's see. I, uh, I'm going to mention I'm in a, in a relationship. Uh, it's nice being, you know, going on two years together, which is cool. Um, and uh, you learn a lot in relationships, right? Like, I re recently learned that my girlfriend likes to read porn. Uh, yeah, she goes online on a website called Literotica and uh, gets off to fiction. Yeah. I found out because we were uh, masturbating next to each other. And uh, actually, more she was masturbating next to me. Let's, um, let's correct that. Uh, <laughs> but she, and, like, she was under the covers, but like, I knew she was masturbating because uh, she told me. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, hey, I'm going to masturbate. And uh, here's what I said. I said, uh, sounds good. Thumbs up and all, just trying to hide my disappointment, you know? Uh, but, yeah, so, see, she, she saw I was looking at her, right, and she was like, oh, you should, you know, you should read this with me, like, we'll get off together. Uh, and I was like, you know, there is a way that we can do that that skips the reading entirely. Yeah, okay? It's called an audiobook, look it up. Uh, but... <laughs> No, I, I didn't say any, ooh, I got a little close there. I didn't say any of that because because I'm a good sport, right? So, you know, I pulled down my pants, put on my reading glasses, and said, let's do this. Uh, but this is when this is when I found out something else about my girlfriend. Uh, she's actually a speed reader. Um, so she reads so much faster than me, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> I could not follow what was happening in the porn. I... <laughs> I literally, I had to be like, can you, can you slow down for me? Uh, maybe, I'm a little struggling. Uh, and she, I mean, she did, but then as soon as she slowed down, she, I just saw her like looking over at me, like to see if I was getting everything, you know, just like, you getting this? But, and she's a teacher, so I'm basically making her do her job right now. She's like, yeah, uh, you got, uh, sound it out, uh, asphyxiate, very good, very good, son. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, at that point, it, w it felt like I'd invented a way to sexually disappoint someone, you know? It's like brand new. I was like, hey, I'll ruin that orgasm without even touching you. Uh, I'm like a magician, baby. All right, I think, um, I'll, I just want to say it's nice to be here. I, uh, you know, I've never done comedy outside of New York or New Jersey, so this is really great. Thank you guys so much. Kevin, everyone, from New Jersey. That was amazing. Like, all I have are things that are like, this was great, this oh, was great. Thank you. Like, all of it, it's, you're so, your timing is impeccable that this, the perfect timing right before, because she told me, I was like, <laughs> it's just perfect. It oh, was like, you. just, and the audio book, like, all the timing and all that stuff, like, well-written, cool. well-performed. That even that slowed. I mean, you're so clever. That slowing down thing, the the female male tropes that you were sort of putting on each other's heads. That was I've, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. real feminist jokes from a guy. I find that interesting. I don't. You don't usually oh, see cool. that. Um, cool, like cool. there was. It was nice because your girlfriend had all the 
I mean, it was like an equitable power situation. Anyways, it was nice. Yeah. It was really funny. It was cool. well written. It, I felt like you're a feminist. I enjoyed it. I liked who you were on stage. Awesome. Yeah, all of it. Other cool. comments? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Obviously, really good job. Um, I don't know if this fits in with with your, your bit, but I think it could be funny if you were just like. Then I found out I could only get off to like Charles Dickens. <laughs> like if it was like a really like weird thing, you were just like, <laughs> and you just like, you angle. suggested to her, you're like, can we do like uh, you know uh, Oliver Twist tonight or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that'd be funny. But overall, good that. job. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, that was yeah. fantastic. That was not live. No, that one's oh, live. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is when you're telling her to lose, uh, to slow down, you'd be like, I'm sorry, baby, I'm losing the plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like losing. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, that's great. That's a great double. I'm uh, Thank you. All right. Any other, any other comments people want to say? Maybe just clap your hands and show right, thanks, how friend. much you like it. Thanks so much. Everybody, Kevin, yay! How long are you? Are you just visiting? Uh, yeah, two, a couple weeks. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. And you're 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 in New Jersey. Uh, New York. You're in New York, yeah, but you do comedy in Jersey because it was the only thing open for a while there. <laughs> well, no, it was. I know Carl. My I know Carl oh, yeah, does Carl, stuff yeah. out there, and I, he's he's a buddy. Oh wow! Well, you need to. I need to book you on some shows while you're here because you're super funny, um, and you're super polished. And so yay, yay again for Kevin. We're, our next comedian, he's another guy. Um, I haven't met him. He just slid into my DMs today. Not in a gross way or anything, just like, you know, I'm a comic kind of way. I don't even know it. I don't even know how to check it's DMs and Instagram, so I don't know about all that sliding. Put your hands together for your seventh comic of the evening. It's Sam Leon. He's, is there, there he is. Hello? Sorry, I'm really nervous right now. Um, wildly unprepared. Um, being forced upon you. Had to pay a couple bucks to be here. Um, on paper, this is pretty much uh, date rape. So, um, for me at least. Okay. Uh, you know, it was it's great, uh, great experience. Gentleman from Pacifica. I live in Pacifica. Um, heard another, another gentleman talk about uh, Bill Cosby. And I have a theory on Bill Cosby. I think he's just a really good character actor. <laughs> you know, he played, uh, played a doctor, so it makes sense. What else? <laughs> okay, yeah. Here I am. So, uh, go to the notes. So, on the way here, I notice a lot of people still wearing masks, driving alone in cars, not to get COVID. And I think it's a lot like eye contact. I gotta remember eye contact. I think it's a lot like <laughs> masturbating with a condom, not trying to get a woman pregnant. Um, speaking about not getting women pregnant, I just started dating recently after a very long relationship, marriage, and uh, for obvious reasons, she got rid of me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was kind of tough during COVID because I started, I started, you know, there's two things I did during COVID. One, Amazon, shopping online, and two, online dating. And I feel like they're really similar. 
Um, the package usually comes damaged to you. And they look nothing like their pictures. Um, so I wasn't expecting people to laugh. Sorry, I'm unprepared for that, too. Um, but I, I find, you know, really, there's a big difference between men and women on online dating that I've seen, at least. You know, women are looking for a man, or women are looking for a person, excuse me, um, to get them off of the dating app. And most men are looking for a woman so they don't have to use Pornhub that night. Um, not me, of course. I'm a decent guy. Uh, so I've been dating a lot of middle-aged women. Um, and, uh, and I'm here because uh, I can't afford a real midlife crisis. But I've been dating a lot of middle-aged women, and it's great. Let me tell you, it is really great. Th th there are some drawbacks. It's kind of like, like getting a rescue dog. Um, they're, they're a little skittish. You don't know what will set them off. And uh, that scared me a little bit. Uh, and you're pretty much their last chance of not dying alone. <laughs> All right, I better end with that. Thanks a lot. Sam Leon, everyone. Oh, you get to stay up there. Yeah, you get to stay up there. Oh, this is I, different than sex. I love how awkward you are. I think it's so fun. I don't know if it's an act or if it's real, but no, all of your awkwardness me. I found in, incredibly endearing. Like when you lifted the veil, I thought that was very funny and that you're like, you told jokes about, it was very meta. Do you know? Like you were talking about yourself as you were yourself and you were talking about like your process. I, I just thought that was very... Uh, endearing and then um, the Amazon joke is is well written and funny but the thing that's the thing that's funny about you is you're just and I don't know if that's real or if that's an act and that's what I like about it too is I'm just like is he just this awkward guy or is he working at being awkward no, and awkward. because I can't tell the difference that's what makes it funny I maybe because it's whatever you're doing it seems like genuine yeah I actually that funny. wasn't I didn't like hearing that because I'm not going to be able to duplicate it. So. Oh, because it's just you. <laughs> you know, like if that's being... what works for me, that's, you know, no, but it's that's not, great it won't last. It just means you were yourself and you being yourself right, is, you. enjo is enjoyable. That's, that's funny. And then, it, then really it's just about it. writing more jokes. And we know you can write good jokes because that Amazon one was really good. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, you are very endearing. And I love it when you talk to yourself uh, to a side. It's, it's, it, I want to hear more of that. I want to hear you kind of mumble to yourself a little bit, just audible enough for the audience to hear, to get a little inside baseball peek at what's going on in your mind, because I think that's just super entertaining. So if you could build an act around that kind of what you just did, maybe you won't be able to, but you probably will, um, and write that into the whole thing, it totally works for your persona, and it works for the way you speak very nicely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Good. More comments? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that one's better than that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I the the midlife crisis. This is the cheaper than a normal midlife crisis. Was so so funny, and like my dad's midlife crisis was like model trains. So like, <laughs> if you want, just like it's it's cheap. Model trains are more expensive than you think, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, or any like example, just another tag. Like, would be really cool with that. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Sam Leon. <laughs> All right. Is, has this has this milk fellow showed up yet? No, milk, milk. Okay. 
Uh, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Chris Western. Yay! Thank you for the applause. I did fight through a severe case of apathy to get here tonight. I've been told I need to work on my eye contact, too, so I'm going to use my four minutes to do that. No jokes. <laughs> I paid for this time, okay? Uh, um. okay. I should have told you uh, that in my culture, uh, when I make eye contact with someone, it means that we're now friends or lovers. So you can choose. Anyone? Um. Uh, preferably no male lovers. I'm not homophobic or anything. I just hate when they make me come. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> Uncle Francis in your wine coolers every time. <laughs> if you might not know this, I am a stay-at-home son. <laughs> uh, it's not that easy, though. I have a lot of things to do. Uh, some of my duties include neck bearding, posting helpful comments on YouTube, and putting the chef in her place when she doesn't cut the crust off my sandwich. I hate that bitch. <laughs> That's a good way to win over the audience, right? Tell them I live at home and I abuse my parents, <laughs> mentally and physically. Uh, what I do to my dad is I like to hide and then jump out at him when he walks by, give him a good scare. It's good for the heart, you know? It gives it a little jolt. But you got to give him two for flinching. <laughs> uh, toughen him up. I, I wouldn't find my dad, though. He's like Jack LaLanne strong. Yeah. But I, I've, been, I've been working out, hitting the shake weights. It's only a matter of time before I take them out. I'll just wait a, another 10, 15 years. Should be good. But actually, like I would never ever fight my father. He's more Ukrainian than me, and I don't know if you know this, but those people are insane. <laughs> so, Ukrainsky, more like you crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you this. I don't know if like, there's a statute of limitations on this sort of thing, but allegedly... My great-grandfather, we'll call him Boris, is <laughs> a nice guy, um, but uh, he murdered a man and fled the Ukraine, so I'm a product of murder. It's a good murder, though. Like the, the alleged victim was an Austrian soldier who raped the local village girl, so it's a nice murder, right? A cool one. You know, not a bad one. My, my grandfather killed two birds with one stone. He killed a rapist and an Austrian. Those people are always the bad guys. If you don't believe me, let me tell you a little story about a guy named Adolf. <laughs> He's a meth addict before it was cool, and with his get-up-and-go attitude, he was going to change the world. <laughs> world War II definitely changed the world. Um, it's my favorite war, actually. Uh, sometimes I just I, I watch those old documentaries, and I just wonder what could have been, you know? Not like that, like, you know, what could have been if we didn't fight the war? Um, my grandma just turned 90, so and like all her brothers lived to 90, and my dad's in great shape, so I think I'll probably live to 90, and I think that fucking sucks. Like, my role model is Sid Vicious. I'm drastically behind schedule. <laughs> uh, that guy upstairs won't let me go. <laughs> I keep trying. Uh, now, I got to clarify, I'm not racist. I just look like one. Uh, <laughs> Both of my kids are mixed, and as I say that, I'm realizing that both me and my, the mother of my children are white. So I, th I think I need to make a phone call. <laughs> uh, that's my time. Thank you. Chris Western, everyone. 
damn. That was great. Um, and I shouldn't sound so surprised. Um, the first time I saw you, you also um, killed it. What's the difference? Like, are you just having a really happy day? Are you like, you, just, um, you had a really, you had a really good set. Not like, I'm just wondering because. I'm not sober. Uh, oh, you're not so interesting. Interesting. Had some of that sweet H. Sure. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, I loved everything you did today. Um, the no jokes on the eye contact was so funny and the timing on it was great too because you brought it just a little long like and we did it i was like is he really gonna do this and it was like that suspended my belief there for a second i enjoyed it um the jack lalane might be a dated reference i mean i got it but because i'm old so i don't know if there's another i mean it's i don't know that's the only there's i, I had to really work hard to try to pick, pick things out because it was such a good set the cool cool murder and the hitler joke is amazing it's a, it's a cool murder um and uncle francis in the wine wine cooler if you're gonna have an old reference like jack lane you might as well put a clue reference in there too like it was uncle francis in the wine cooler with the candlestick or something like something like that but that was it was a fantastic set ian yeah, I, I I really like your style. I think it's super unique, and I, I the way you do you you did like so many jokes in such a little amount of time. I think overall it was just a, a really good job. Um, I, I know you were doing you had you were timed a little bit, but if you just milk that eye contact thing for as long as possible. I think the longer the funnier. Um, I thought that was really good. And then you said it was my favorite war. I think I think if you wanna if you wanna bump it up a little, you could be like it was my second favorite world war. Like it, just to like get a little more specific as to just like I, that was just an idea I had. And then uh, yeah, no, that that was it. I, I think you did a really good job. Thank you. Other comments? Comments? Anybody? Talk about me more, please. Do you have any questions? It was great set today. You know it was. Uh, you felt I've, it. I've put my bathroom up, uh, my number up in the bathroom for a couple of weeks now, and no one's called me about the good time. So. <laughs> Everybody, clap your hands together right now for Chris Western. Eight six seven five three zero nine. All right, I got it. Got it. Your next comedian. He's actually on the Asiento show this Wednesday. At 7.30, we do a show up the corner outside, and it's really fun. And I always leave a tip set so for comedians that come. I'm sorry. I'm so high, you guys. So there was one comedian who wasn't here, this milk person, Milk Medella, didn't come. Okay. So um, if somebody later on wants comments, we can give it to him. But right now, put your hands together, everybody, for Daniel Lewis. Yay! Hey, guys. All right. How's it going? How's it going? Here we go. Okay, look, I'm Pam's age. Take that for what you will. Uh, not much of a porn guy, you know, but I did check back in recently. I gotta tell you, it's nice to see step families getting along for once, you know? <laughs> if my stepmom tried to talk to me like that, fuck me harder. Be like, no way, you're not my real mom. <laughs> Come on. I don't know if you guys are woke. I try to be woke. I try to say the right thing. Don't want to say the wrong thing. Don't want to offend anybody ever, you know, which is usually pretty easy. But, like, sometimes you get too many, like, rules at once. It can get into your head. And you overcompensate. At least I do. This happened to me the other day. I went to this uh, bagel shop, and right on the inside of the bagel shop, there's a big sign that said, no racism, no homophobia, 
no transphobia, please use they, them pronouns when interacting with the staff. And I was like, all right. I'm walking to the counter thinking, okay, use they, them pronouns, use they, them pronouns, they, them. Person's like, can I help you? And I'm like, can they make me a bagel? Can you have them make me a bagel, please? Uh, with cream cheese on her, on them, that, on that bagel and uh, coffee. Uh, no cream, no sugar. She's like, uh, you mean black? I'm like, shh. <laughs> she goes, what kind of bagel you want? I'm like, I don't know, just give me a plain, you know, normal, regular bagel. Not that the other bagels aren't normal, of course. <laughs> Take a plain bagel, put seeds on it, sesame seeds, poppy seeds, dress it however you want. However it dresses is normal to me. Anybody who says otherwise, a real asshole, am I right? Tell you what, give me a uh, poppy seed bagel that used to be a sesame seed bagel, because that's better, right? Because that's better, because I'm good with all the different combinations. Anything's good with me, anything and everything. You know what? In fact, just give me an everything bagel. I'll take everything, good with everything, one plain, normal, regular, anything bagel with cream cheese on her, on that, and... Uh, Coffee, no cream, no sugar. Black, please, and uh, thank you. I mean, thank thou. Thank thine. Could you have them thank you for me? Uh, I should leave. So I'm not allowed back. Man, I don't know if last year was okay with you guys, but uh, that sucked. Right? Yeah, not, not just COVID, but I had a big breakup, got demoted at work. It was amazing. Last year was so shitty, it cured my hypochondria. It's amazing how hypochondria can be cured by something so simple. It's just wanting to die, you know? <laughs> a couple weeks later, I'm in the shower. I'm washing up. I feel a little lump, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if it's nothing? <laughs> <All right. laughs> you guys ever notice how, like, uh, sometimes the proper word for something can be, like, more offensive than the slang words? Like sometime, you know, like if you're hanging out with a friend and he goes like, I'm going to go out and get some pussy tonight. You're like, ew, that's a little gross, you know. But if he goes like, uh, you know what, I'm going to go out and get some vagina tonight. You're like, oh, you are a serial killer. <laughs> that's even worse. Man. I'm old enough to remember when movies sometimes used to be based on a true story. You remember that? that? They don't do that anymore. I don't know if you noticed. Now they say inspired by true events. But that's different, right? It's like they're trying to cash in on that true story cred, only they want to be able to make a bunch of it up, <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's like, the problem with that is that everything is based on a true story in one way or another, you know? Like here's a movie, uh, Moby Dick leaps out of the ocean, slams into the World Trade Center. Based on true, inspired by true events. <laughs> ah, I said that wrong. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You could say Schindler's List, of course, inspired by true events, but you can also say that about Godzilla. <laughs> that was inspired by the atomic bombings in Japan. But if you went and saw a trailer for Godzilla and they said, inspired by true events, you'd be like, what the fuck? People would be like, when did that happen? <laughs> what, what, what would a movie look like that wasn't inspired by true events? Right, just random geometric shapes, like a distant wailing in the background. And at the beginning, they go, uh, this movie contains neither events nor inspiration of any kind. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. My name is Dan Lewis. Dan Lewis, everyone. Let him hear it. Dan Lewis. That was amazing. Come see him on Wednesday at Asiento. Hey, your next comedian is the hero of Mutiny Radio. He's amazing. He's so funny. And um, 
he's a wonderful human being. Put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. Yay! <laughs> Fancy cable knit sweater. What's that, Pam? I like your fancy cable knit sweater. All right, this jumps things ahead. Hi, Snowflakes. How are you guys doing? So, uh, this jumps me ahead in my set, but I guess I should address it. Uh, you know, Cosby's out. Did not expect applause. Uh, which is really bad news for me. It's very, very bad news for me and my wardrobe. I have a considerable collection of, let's call them, Huxtable sweaters. I mean, I go deep into these things. Not something I bought bought at some like uh, hand-me-down store in some kitsch fashion. These are the sweaters I wore in high school for real when they were like, they're still they're made out of shit that never rots, so they're still totally in the rotation. And now I got to get rid of them. And that's not even the worst of it. Apparently, they're not gonna bring back the Quaalude. At long last. I mean, could it get any worse for me, this whole Cosby situation? I'll wait. <laughs> Thank you. That's better. Uh, so anyway, guys, I, uh, I almost missed my set today. I was uh, outside uh, getting faster. I was getting a lot faster outside. I guess you could say I was getting Olympic levels of faster outside just before this set. For those of you not paying attention, there was just an Olympian disqualified for smoking weed as a performance-enhancing drug. I don't know what you guys know about me, those of you who have been following my career, but I used to be... I used to be a heavy in the medical marijuana scene in the early 90s and, and, and into the late 90s. And I have yet to come across the performance-enhancing strain of weed that's out there. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when smoking weed made you lazy. Make up your fucking mind, drug war, for God's sakes. Anyway, as a result, I suggest we change the phrase 420 to qualifying for the Olympics. <laughs> Let's update that slang a little bit. Uh, so I uh, going back to the gym, guys, back to 24-hour fitness. And I'm here to report that after one year of being closed, they still have broken machines, <laughs> broken faucets, <laughs> and showers that don't work. It's like, you know, they're all like, hey, hire a trainer. You know, they'll be there to help you set goals and everything. I'm like, speaking of setting goals, guys, how about the fucking faucets and the machines and the showers? Didn't you set a goal to fix that shit over the past year? God damn it. All right. So, uh, anyway, guys, I miss COVID. I do. COVID was where I found out that I was an essential worker. Well, you guys are all losers. I mean, back to normal is a fucking bummer for me, frankly. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Matthew Quirk, everyone. I know, it's a bummer for me, too. I'm like, I missed the pandemic. That was... 
I was a big fish and there was no pond. I was like, woo! Swimming in an intergalactic sea. I am really high. I'm sorry, you guys. Your next comedian is so amazing. And he's a filmmaker and a writer and an actor and just an all-around really awesome person, but also so funny. And I can't wait for you to laugh with him right now. Put your hands together for Mike Evans Jr. Yay! Hello. Have you ever been watching porn and thinking like, this girl is way too attractive to do porn? You ever watch porn and you're thinking like, you have so much ahead of you. You could follow your dreams. You could be the president. Like, I would be genuinely upset if you started doing porn. I'd be like, why? You could, you could do comedy. You could do things with your life that are a lot better. I don't know. It's weird we give, like, you know, opportunities to good-looking people, and then everyone else, we're like, oh, you could, you're for sure perfect for porn. I'm glad you're here, <laughs> you know? Oh, that's pretty messed up. Uh, what else did I write down besides porn? <laughs> it's out the gate. Porn is, no. Uh, yeah, so my grandma is in a retirement home, and uh, she has dementia, but um, she's the only one in her retirement home who can walk, so she just be fucking up people all the time. Like, she beats the shit out of older white people, and it's, it's, it's kind of hilarious because, because she has dementia, you know, she's always like, oh, I forgot I did that. I didn't know I did that, right? And she gets away with it. Like, she's fine. Like, I... It blows my mind because my grandma is this old black lady from the South that somehow got white privilege. Like, I don't know. <laughs> she worked really hard on it. I don't know what happened, but I need some dementia. That's what I need. She doesn't even know Trump won. Like, that whole thing that was a blur <laughs> through her head. She has no idea that whole four years just happened, but it's, it's, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um... You ever match with a you ever match with one of your friends on Tinder? It's like uh, somebody you, you think is cute, right? And you match with them, and they're like, like, oh, I just did this because I'm your friend. I thought it'd be funny if we matched. And then there's like that awkward silence between like, so you trying to fuck though? <laughs> like, like who who starts that? If if the guy starts it, it's like, oh well, guess who doesn't have a job tomorrow, right? Because you'll get fired. But if the girl starts it, it's maybe might work out. No? Maybe not. She's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I matched with my supervisor on Tinder this weekend. <laughs> and I'm very nervous to ask her if she's down to fuck because I don't think she is. Um, people always ask me if it's between Tupac or Biggie, who is the better rapper. Uh, I'm from San Francisco. I'm from the West Coast. So legally, I have to say Tupac. Uh, but it's Biggie. Like, I'm sorry, Biggie's better, like, rapper. Artist-wise, it's Tupac. Like, I'd rather be Tupac. But you have to be so good at rapping to make being fat with a lazy eye cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm not trying to sound fatphobic or anything like that. It's just, like, in the 90s when all of us were phobic, where all of us were terrible people, Biggie was sexy. <laughs> all of us were phobic. We all were terrible people. Yes. No, I'm just being honest. Y'all can say Tupac all you want. Tupac is who you want to fuck. Biggie is hope. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw Biggie pop up on Tinder, <laughs> I know which way you're swiping. 
<laughs> um, what else? I just wrote down what if Drake was ugly. I have no no context to that at all. Uh, oh, so this really happened. Um, last weekend, or two weekends ago, it was Pride at the same time as Juneteenth. And I went to this party where uh, <laughs> Meg's girlfriend's gay. Uh, she turned gay after me, which I don't know how to think about my dick. But um, I walked into this party, and there was an oil fight happening. Like, there was these two lesbians fighting in, a, in like, a huge kiddie pool of oil. This would be hilarious if you walked out during this joke. Uh, oh, here's the thing. <laughs> I thought he was going to stand up and fuck that. I'm not hearing about this shit. Oh. But so <laughs> they were wrestling in oil, and I'm the only straight guy there. So I'm like, I, if I take a video, I'm getting canceled immediately, you know? So I'm just standing there watching it, and one of the ladies gets her nose broken. Like, this lady, like, elbows her in the nose, and I end up driving her to the hospital in my car. My car is, like, it's literally the backseat right now has all this fucking, like, dry lube and, like, nose blood. And like I took her to the hospital and everything was okay. Like she, they snapped her nose back in place. It kind of looks like the Owen Wilson nose. And that's not even a joke. That really fucking happened to me. I just felt like this is the only place I could tell that story. All right. <laughs> Mike Evans Jr. Hero. That that was that was an incredible story. And um. That's why I'm afraid to jello. I used to jello wrestle back in my early 30s uh, at Bender's once a year, but I had to stop doing that because I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my nose broken at some point. I'm just going to, I'm going to, something's going to happen. I'll break something. Safety first. All right. That was really funny, Mike Evans Jr. Yay. All right. Uh, you, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Yad. Woo! What's going on, folks? I look like uh, an actor that Mike would hire for his porn. <laughs> Racially correct. Um, I'm trying to work through a dilemma about dating apps. Um, I was wondering if, if, if I would get 100 matches, if, if you get 100 matches, would you throw away your phone? No, right? I think that's the reason that dude in Guantanamo Bay is holding out. Except his 72 is not real. Somebody should tell him. That was a reference to 72 virgins, but I guess we're past it. <laughs> um, I went, I once went on a date, well, more than once, but uh, <laughs> it was a couple of months ago, you know, first date, I didn't remember anything. I took one of those lovely cupcakes uh, I made by myself, very similar to Pam's, so I couldn't remember a single word I said. But it turns out it went well. Second time, I got invited to go to Napa. Wine country, her house, everything, fucking brilliant. Show up, her mom, her dad, lovely, I love it, it was amazing. But half, half an hour in, everyone starts apologizing, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for what happened. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Are they gonna kill me? Is this, am I, was she a dude before? Like, did I miss something? What's going on? Turns out, that's what white people do after a couple of glasses of wine when they find out you're Iraqi. Like, I'm sorry for what we did. Like, it's okay, it's chill, man, it's chill. <laughs> She's like, do you like the fireworks? I'm like, yeah, but just not when they make the sounds. <laughs> They're beautiful. Uh, yeah, I've have, uh, people ask me, like, have you seen, like, real fight, r r real war? 
like no maybe saving private ryan i i have actually seen like real fight fight like i've, I've seen like people take out guns and shit right uh i was uh i was 13 right and uh the first time i saw like people do this it happened to be the same day that i find out one of the finest creation mankind have made pornhub.com <laughs> right which is probably the origin of my fear fetish and sex maybe i think so <laughs> I know, maybe I should ask my therapist. But um, um, I'm on my aunt's computer doing my little discovery of Pornhub.com while I look out of the window, right? There's a, 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 a Hummer, you know what that is. It's like the cars with, there's like five dudes on top of it. And they're trying to argue with this guy, like our neighbor, who's like this dumb haji. And they're like doing the whole thing, like hand signal and shit. These guys are like top Navy SEAL looking like, you know, your favorite dude. David Goggin, Jocko, whatever, they look like that, right? Um, and, um, and I'm clicking on like, you know, tags, and I'm clicking on tits and milf, and I'm, uh, it's like, I'm, Duff <laughs> I'm like Duffy Duck in the gold mine, right? This is what's going on with me. Um, and shit escalates real fast, right? It, it goes, yeah, right that, like, it, it, <laughs> it goes from zero to Black Hawk down in a couple of seconds. This dude pulls out a gun, electricity goes off, and I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna find out I had open porn. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, it's better to get shot. I'm gonna go out there. So I walk outside, right? Helicopter shows up. There's a dude behind her, like, Is that a boner? What's going on right now? It was, it was probably one of the most confusing moments myself and everyone else has been in. Yeah, afterwards I had to explain it to them. It was, it was an embarrassing situation. I never went back on that website for like five years. Yeah, well, I'm lying, I went back that night when electricity <laughs> came back. Um, yeah, the dude walked up to me afterwards. He goes like, hey, uh, my name is Christian. I was like, yeah, I'm not Muslim. I was like, that was my name. That's actually my name. I'm not introducing. Uh, I don't know where I was going with this, but uh, yeah, dating apps are fun. Don't use them, though. Um, all right, that's my time, folks. Thank you. Yeah, everyone. I, <coughs> I don't watch porn either. Is Chris Beasley here? I haven't seen him yet. No, but oh, all right. Cool. Um, I'm sitting really low in my seat. I'm chill. There you are. Hi. Hey, everybody. Put your hands together for the very funny Chris Beasley. Yay. Um, so, yeah, Fourth of July, people were celebrating. And it was the first time I was, like, going to try and use white privilege and call the police. <laughs> I, I didn't do it, but I, I, I thought about it so long. I was like, oh, this is how it feels. It was weird. It's weird. Um, <laughs> celebrating independence, freedom, it's kind of weird for me. It's kind of weird because I'm, I'm married. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a thing, but it, I'm, I'm, I think for me to really feel liberated and free is when we get rid of gender roles. Like when women are treated like equals and men are treated like the trophies we are. Okay, <laughs> I am going to say it, I want to be treated like a white woman during slavery. That's goals for me, okay? <laughs> My great-great-grandfather was a slave and his great-great-grandson is a bitch. It's okay, <laughs> all right? That's what I want, that's all I'm saying. 
Um, no, I, I grew up listening to DMX, right? And it's like, like, that's what it meant to be a man. So all during junior high, high school, I'm just like growling and menacing and be like, where are my dogs at? I got in a fight the other day. Well, cause like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the DMX thing. I, I want to shed that. When he died, I was like, I'm free now. You see, because I can let go of it. A dude tried to fight me the other day. He called me a pussy. I said, thank you. It's like, wow, he sees me, you know? It was, a first, it was a first for me, and I knew I could accept who I am as a person because I don't want to be a dog. I want to be a cat. Because yeah. <laughs> cats, cats are truly free. They're truly free. Dogs, like, you know, they look free. You can set them out loose in the backyard, and they're running, tail wagging, dick popping out, you know, because it, <laughs> it doesn't stay out. It's different. It's different uncircumcised or something. I don't know. But they look happy. They can't see that they are surrounded by a fence. Cats? Cats know they run the fucking house. You see what I'm saying? I want to be a cat, okay? If you saw a dog walking in the street, white women instantly like, oh my God, we need to catch him. He's loose. He needs our help. You see a cat walking, that nigga knows where he going. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I want to be a cat. That's what I'm realizing. So when we when we get rid of gender roles and I can be free, that's that's what I'm shooting for. Um, my wife, my wife, I'm in a uh, interracial relationship. It's really interesting. My wife is white. Um, so right now it looks like I dated the young white girl, right? But we we're different. We age differently. So like as we get older, it's gonna be like, yo, that dude has a milf fetish. Like, he is into mature women. Y'all, okay. I don't know how to say it, but you know where I'm going, all right? My wife's going to look older than me in a few years, and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I, it's just because I learned the black superpower is the sun can't fuck with us, you know? <laughs> like, my wife, you know, one night I'm with a, a beautiful white girl. She's fair-skinned. The next night I'm tickling Elmo. Like, what the f <laughs> How did this happen? How did this happen? I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um, one thing about my wife, uh, we had a dog for a little bit, and I, 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 I don't like dogs a little. Like, I like dogs, but when the dog died, I, I felt freer. It was, I don't know how to say this, but it's because she used to make out with the dog while I'm just sitting there. Have you ever had a dog make you a cuck? It's, it's emasculating. If she tried to kiss a cat, just that cat would have fucked her up. That's what I'm saying. The cat's not going to be no bitch. The only reason why she was kissing that dog is because that dog is her slave. And I fucked up that night because I will not be controlled. That's all I'm saying. I'm a cool cat. My name is Chris Beasley. Thank you. Yay, Chris Beasley. But I kiss my cats all the time. I kiss them all the time. I, I kiss them. I love to kiss my cats. Not like make out like dogs do or anything, but like I do kiss them on their little kitty, kitty mouths. All right. <laughs> You're next. Their little kitty mouths. Like, you know, I just like to get right in there. Uh, your next comedian. He's my favorite ranter, and uh, he's so proud of the station and just so lovely. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. Oh, yeah. 
You guys ever get so drunk you send a dick pic to yourself? Yeah, there's no punchline there. That's how I started my fucking set, people. You know that phrase, uh, pizza's like sex? If it's bad, it's still pretty good. Very common one. Yeah? Okay, well, uh, I got my own versions of that. Pizza's like sex. Uh, I'm banned from Domino's. Pizza's like sex. The first time I had it, my parents paid for it. Pizza's like sex. I don't like it with fruits, but vegetables are welcome. Oh, I got a long-ass list of this motherfucker. Strap the fuck in. Pizza's like sex. If your partner has a little seizure, it's cheaper. Pizza's like sex. Um, I don't mind a stray hair or two in it. Pizza's like sex. Papa John's calls me daddy. Pizza's like sex. It's banned in Georgia. <laughs> pizza's like sex. You can't get pregnant from it. You guys even pregnant off ordering a pizza? Fuck you. Pizza's like sex. I look for it on Tinder. Pizza's like sex. You guys are already bored with this premise. <laughs> pizza's like sex. Stop ordering off the kids' menu, you sick fuck. Were you offended by that joke? What the fuck? Pizza's like sex. Um, you put a condom on it. I like how this joke is slowly starting to draw in on one person who's a sick fuck. Pizza's like sex. You have to cut it up. What the fuck am I saying, people? I, uh, I hate waking up with morning wood. I do. It's because I'm a carpenter. <laughs> you know, it's another day of my job. Uh, I think first names are weird. They are. Um, like, they take all the gravitas away when you meet somebody. Like, every father-in-law is just some dude named Chuck. That's all it is, all right? Think about this. Would our nation have voted for Trump if we called him by his first name? Who the fuck's going to vote for a guy named Donald? <laughs> Donald sounds like somebody who's allergic to gluten and pussy at the same time. <laughs> all right? Roosevelt, he's on Mount Rushmore, all right? He was a president of the U.S. He preferred to be called Teddy because it sounded more professional than Theodore. <laughs> all right, he was a leader of a military unit in the Spanish-American War. So at one point in time, you could call the leader of the free world Colonel Teddy of the Rough Riders. <laughs> that is the name of a man who's a power-bottom furry on Grinder. What's the difference? What's the difference between these two um, sentences? Santa Claus climbed down my chimney last night and left me presents, or a man named Chris performed the felony of breaking and entering, wearing nothing but only a tracksuit that Corolla Deville would wear if she was an extra on the set of The Sopranos. Knowing full well this would happen, my parents left him fucking cookies and a Christmas tree in the living room. Happy birthday, Jesus! What the fuck? <laughs> All right, parents send their children to sit on a mall Santa's lap and take a picture with him. Parents send their children to sit in a man who's pretending his alter ego is Mall Chris. <laughs> they then take a picture with the on the children on the lap of the guy, and the guy whispers in the ear, have you been naughty or nice to your child? 
See, I can tell the people who are offended because they have been touched by Santa. <laughs> There's more of the stuff, but you know what? I'll just leave it with this. You guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? <laughs> That's my time. I am Santa. Yay! Put your hands together for future mall Chris. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if Hunter Uniac someday, if like you grew your beard out and like when you were like my age, you were actually the mall Santa? <laughs> They'll have an AI mall Santa by then, I'm sure. Uh, your next comedian, she's new to the room, and I'm super excited that she's here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Arden. Hi, thank you. Um, you said that someone could get notes because someone didn't. Yeah, yeah. Can that be me? Sweet. Just want more public embarrassment than already signed up for. Um, so uh, my name is Arden, and I want to say don't worry. I know what you're thinking looking at me, and I left the rest of the Hitler youth outside. So you're, you're all safe for now. I, uh, I froze my eggs recently, and you have to say who they go to if you die because they're actually quite expensive. And so I told my sister, I'm leaving you my eggs. And she said, what do you want me to use them for? And I said, protein. <laughs> it's a joke. We're obviously not eating them. We're going to use them to make more single women without kids. It's <laughs> what you use them for. Like many of the comics, I'm also on dating apps. Maybe that's where we're all hanging out. Oh, I never thought of that. And one of the prompts was, what's something about you that no one knows? And I was like, oh. Uh -huh. When I was a kid, I once uh, killed a goldfish just to see what would happen. <laughs> I don't know what I thought would happen, but it died. That's, that's what happened. And um, I thought of another one, too. Every single pair of underwear that I own has some kind of period stain. <laughs> Marry me! <laughs> Put a ring on it! <laughs> I uh, was on a date with a guy recently, and he found out that I went to Stanford. And he said, oh, I'm going to ask you what I ask all Stanford people. I said, what do you ask them? And he was like, so you think you're better than me? <laughs> no, of course not. Grammatically, it's better than I. <laughs> takes, takes a second, right? <laughs> better than I am. Um, I went on a date with someone recently, and um, he said he was a founder, and it's like everyone here wants to put founder on their dating profile. It's so common. And I'm underwhelmed by it because I think anyone can be a founder. You know, you can, I could say, I founded a system for entertainment on the go. I encourage people to read magazines when they take a dump. <laughs> I run a network of disruptors who are constantly challenging the rules of the game. I teach preschool. <laughs> I'm the CEO of my apartment, you know? <laughs> Got it. I, I went on a date with a founder, and he said, I'm going to buy these drinks because I just made a lot of money on Bitcoin. 
And I was like, okay, Mr. Bitcoin. You know, I thought it was because if this goes well, you're going to get access to my vagina. But we can use Bitcoin. That's a fine reason, too. <laughs> sure. And then he's like, do you think the Me Too movement is exaggerated? I was like, do you think the Me Too movement is exaggerated? He's like, you know, five years ago, like standards have changed five years ago, people didn't know. And I'm like, who didn't know? But then I thought, this man has a point. There are millions of four-year-olds who five years ago did not know that you should not drug and rape women. <laughs> no one had taught them yet. And then um, he also said, he heard I went to a rally for racial justice, and he was like, oh, well, you know, where I grew up, there really wasn't much racism. He was a white guy, obviously. <laughs> and I said, where did you grow up? And he said, straight face, Orange County. <laughs> and at the end of the date, he said, I had a really lovely time. And I was like, I don't know what to say to this. <laughs> and then it came to me, me too. Put your hands together for Arden, everyone. That was great. I mean, I would only have positive things to say. Like, you have really great timing, and your stage presence is awesome. And you were nice and, and slow and and unique. And I'm, I was surprised by the goldfish. You know, you had surprising things you said. And great, that funny wordplay, that great wordplay with the the four-year-olds and the preschool stuff. And I mean, the only thing would be that um, at your very opening joke, you said the rest of the Hitler youth. Um, I just put a tag in the minivan because you kind of have like a soccer mom vibe a little bit. So like that you've got the rest of the, yeah. So that would be the only thing that I would add. I mean, you just, that was, that was really, that was a really good set. Other comments? Yeah. Uh, yeah, is this on? Mm -hmm. It's just light. I thought it was a yeah overall really really good job, and I you you went in the direction I was expecting you to with the eggs part. If you want to just ham it up a little bit, you can be like scramble <laughs> over easy sunny side up. <laughs> I think that could be funny, but yeah, really good job. Ham, ham it up, ham and eggs. Yeah, I also agree. It was a really funny set, really strong joke. The only thing I was gonna say is at the top, if you could tag it up, say um, so you better laugh after the Hitler. <laughs> Can you use that? That one's better. Okay. Yeah, thanks. My piece of feedback about the eggs joke is it's very similar to my joke, so I'll perform it during my set when I go up. <laughs> and we can all decide if you copy me or not. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, no. We don't even know where she's from. She's brand new. I think this is like her first time. Um, can you use that microphone? Uh, love the set. I think you, uh, you might have done it by accident, but when you pointed outside, you held. And I don't know. You, <laughs> Oh, no, that was an accident. Yeah, if you stick with it and, like, make it a thing, they're outside in the minivan, oh. make it higher. Yeah, that's good. That's, cr um, that's crazy. And then you said freezing eggs is expensive, so I thought about caviar, which oh. could be a good Sturgeon. piece of that. Yeah. And, uh, and then when you said you killed the jellyfish to see or that it would die, then you could add a tag, and so did the relationship, because you were talking to a guy. And yeah. It died there. But that was an awesome set. Good stuff. Thank you. Where are you from? Um, I I live in Redwood City, um, and I just started doing open mics last week. Whoa! That's crazy. Well, clap it up, everybody, for Arden! 
All right. Uh, your next comedian. She's amazing. She runs like six venues. Put your hands together for Drea Myers. Yay! <laughs> What's up? Uh, yes, I am ovulating super hard as well. Thank you so much. I'm ovulating super hard. I'm ovulating so hard I went to go pee and I pulled out an entire six pack of egg whites. I don't know if you've ever seen that shit before. I saw that shit. I was like, damn, you could fry that shit up in a pan, you guys. You could serve that shit to all the gluten-free bougie brunch bitches. And call it an ovulate. <laughs> They'd be like, are these eggs locally raised? They'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we just pulled them off Drea this morning. They're cage-free, bitch. Cage-free? So yes, that's my joke, so back the fuck off that one. Thank you. <laughs> back the fuck off, op it. Or I'll bust you down, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm very big. My gender pronoun is WNBA player. <laughs> Whatever those bitches are, that's what I am, people. <laughs> yes, I am getting older. I'm starting to like older men. Anybody else like older men? You guys like older men? No, you like younger men. They're like, we're cougars, bitch. Cougars. Cougs on the loose. I do like older men. Um, I'm starting to look at them differently. Like when I was in my 20s, I used to look at older men and all I would see was money. That's it, you know? And now I look at older men and I see money and stable housing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll be like walking out the street, you'll see a six year old man, I'll be like, what's your name, white picket fence? All right, we don't like that act out, so I'm not going to continue it. <laughs> um, I do think they're attractive, though. I like when they have, like, gray hair, but then they have, like, a super hot face. You know what I mean? I'm just like, ooh, like, you look like a well-aged bottle of whiskey. I just want to take him down off the shelf, dust him off, and remind him what it's like to be swallowed. <laughs> you either get that joke or you don't. Um, yeah, I am getting older. There's signs of getting older. Um, like, I went to the Safeway bathroom, and there was, like, this, like, 65-year-old to 75-year-old woman in there. Uh, she was old, you know? She had long gray hair, and she was, like, brushing her long gray hair. And I went to the bathroom. I came out of the stall, and she just looked at me and went, I used to be as tall as you. But then menopause came, and it took me down three and a half inches. And then she just looked at me and went, three and a half inches. Like she was threatening me or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and the crazy thing is, it was this lady that was like a foot shorter than me in the Safeway bathroom. So I was like this close to being like, what happened to the other nine inches, bitch? But I didn't say that shit. I just bit my lip and walked out. But that's how I knew I was getting older. Because you know you're getting older when you're tempted to fight with older women in Safeway bathrooms. You know what I mean? Like, previously in my youth, I would have just been like, let me respect my elders. She's old. <laughs> like, just let me respect them. Just walk the fuck out. And now I'm like, what, bitch? I'm all trying to square up. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, y'all. Clap it up. Hey. 
Drea Myers, everyone. Hooray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your next comedian, I haven't seen him in so long, and it's very exciting. Uh, and is, are you back at ACT again? We'll have a conversation. Oh, okay. Uh, he's really funny, and what a great actor, what a performer, and just a all-around wonderful person. Put your hands together for Jared Hawley. Yay! One day you'll be lying there. Vaccine time. Time to find your pants and get ready to head out in the world. Vaccine time. Biden said he's got one for every American boy and girl. I don't think I want to leave my home. COVID made people leave me alone. I don't really want you in my home, in my home. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jarrett. I am back because I have been on paternity leave. Uh, that was my COVID hobby. I had a baby. And uh, it basically means that I'm constantly held hostage by a 14-month-old that screams at me all day while her mom goes to work, and I don't know what to do. Um, I've started thinking weird things. I run a D&D game, so I've become convinced that Daniel Tiger has all of the members of Make Believe Land trapped in a spell that he is casting over everyone, and they just constantly weep. Like, it's like WandaVision for kids. This is, uh. And uh, I found out just how strong my girlfriend is because we decided to have a home birth, not because of COVID, but because, you know, we're colored and we don't trust co doctors. Um, it was a fantastic, like, powerful ceremony. The midwife and all of her um, doulas were there, and they were powering with us through the entire experience. And I learned that you shouldn't play Pokemon at that time. Uh, I did get through one gym, but she caught me. Um, and you find yourself thinking like very profound thoughts like, God, look at the power of nature and my woman. Look at, look at all of the things that are coming into life. Why does she have to do this on my side of the damn bed? Uh, but, you know, it's a special experience to welcome a life in on the, the bed she was made on. So she's now up, she's bright and smiling every day in my goddamn face at 6 a.m. <laughs> Nothing like a baba hangover, right? <laughs> um, I did have more jokes, I swear to God. I spent the whole quarantine working on shit. Ah, so um, I also realized this. I am not ready to completely walk back into white spaces. Like, I have purposely made my Facebook is blackity black, black, black. My, my home is blackity black, black, black. I dress. Blackity black, 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 like this is how I am now. And as, as Pam mentioned, I used to work at ACT and not to bust them out, but they're racist. Um, <laughs> it's just a part of theater in America. Um, the, they don't wanna have the conversations. And when you reach a point in the conversation where you're saying like, listen, this is my lived experience. I know this, you need to stop doing this. And their answer is, but what if we did a worksheet? You're like, I think you're missing the goddamn point. Um, <laughs> so I've tried to address this as I can as a nerd. I have made a D&D &D game, because I don't know if you know this, but D&D &D is also racist. Uh, elves, are, elves are supposed to be white people, 
But uh, what do you think orcs are? You can find all these magical things. You can think of a ring that controls the entire world, but you can't picture a Latin person. Like, there's no Latino person in goddamn D&D. None. Ask, it for, ask your friends. Look through the player's handbook. They don't exist. Anyway. Um, I made this whole world. It's supposed to be very, like, mixed race. And I welcome everybody to try and play it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if you hit me up on the Facebook, I will send you some of the rule sets. And uh, basically, it's role play. Have a good time. Do some stupid shit. Right now, I've got them fighting the street sharks. Uh, they made the mistake of turning the one that rollerblades from Keanu Reeves in Point Blake to Keanu Reeves in John Wick. So we're going to have a good time with that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is my time. I want to thank you all for having me. Yay! Jared Hawley, he's back. Hooray, huzzah. Hey, we've got time for everybody on the list and um, also the little wait list. And we're moving right along. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Camuel. Yay! What's going on, everybody? Um, I'm tired of white women making me in charge of their safety because this is getting ridiculous. I was on the, the train the other day, and like for some reason, I have this face where white women like want to confide in me all their most deepest, darkest fucking secrets. <laughs> so like I know because I'm looking fucking nice. So like. It came to this time where like these women got on the on the train. These this group of beautiful um like white women, like five of them, right? And I sat like four seats like behind them, cause I didn't want to like I was kind of checking them out, but I don't want to seem like too creepy, cause like <laughs> with everything like opening up now, like with the bars and stuff, like I see those guys that are creepy, like those guys that just hang around, like just groups of women just like fucking hover. It was like, oh, this is the reason why she doesn't like me. You didn't think you were standing close enough? Like that's your whole fucking your mental. That's what you were thinking. So I'm on, I'm on the train, and these girls start talking about, like, their relationships and whatnot. Like, you ever heard, like, people, like, talk about things that they know, that you know they know nothing completely fucking about? Like, we, we like, sometimes, like, I'd be out somewhere, and, like, I hear people, like, talk about the country of Africa. <laughs> so then, and then, like, I want to jump into their conversation, like, so bad. Like, you ever been... Listen to this overhearing someone's conversation, and you want you want to get into the conversation so bad, but like you don't want to do it because that's fucking weird as shit. But like you got some like uh, like how do you tell somebody they don't know what the fuck they're talking about? Like, so this girl she was talking about like I don't get it verbally. Like I don't like she said I don't get it verbally. Like what do you like do you, do you communicate through fucking telepathy? Like what kind of <laughs> what kind of magic shit is this? Like I like. That shit just, that shit offended me, but like as a person that lives in reality, like bitch, you believe in magic? <laughs> bitch, like, I don't even know you and you offended me, but I ain't even talking to you and you're fucking offending me. Like, and also, so like, me and my homeboy were at this, this board this one time, and there was this outside patio area, and there were these two girl, white girls talking. And so I, I, I approached them in this patio area, and then I tell them like, um, is it okay for me and my homeboy to sit here? They said, yeah, you, you, you can sit here. And then she starts talking about like her relationship. And like I knew she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about because she kept talking complaining about like she was wondering why her black boyfriend didn't want to invite her to uh, his family barbecue. And I was like, I don't I don't know him personally, you know and I'm saying, but like I don't know the nigga, but like, I know that nigga. Like I I, I, I I know why he like he didn't want you like he didn't tell his mom he's fucking dating a fucking white girl, right? So I'm like, okay, I, I know what is fucking going on, right? So she's talking to her fucking friend. Her friend's a fucking imbecile. Cause like she's giving her all this fucking 
advice. It was like, instead of the advice, like, oh, all the things you're telling me, how about you tell him and see and figure out what's going on, right? So she didn't do none of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm overhearing everything that's going on. And I just asked her, like, one question, like, um, so what do you want? And, like, the way they looked at me when I, when I said that, you would have thought I would have asked to, like, take a shit on her baby sister. <laughs> it was like, like, oh, my God, we're not, we're not doing this. Excuse me? Like, what you, bitch, excuse me. You're the one fucking hijacking the fucking aerospace with your fucking sad-ass, dumb-ass fucking story, you stupid-ass. Like, I want, like, I didn't say that out loud to her, but I was thinking in my head, because, like, I wanted her to feel safe. I'm the type of dude that would do that, but like, I wanted her to feel safe in, in like a safe area. But like, okay, I know what you're going through. You're just being naive, you know what I'm saying? You believe him and whatnot. I, I get it, the dick is good. The dick, <laughs> I get it. Thank you. I'm Kenny Ball, I appreciate you guys, thank you. Hey. Great set today, Camuel, that was really great. Sweet, we have three comics left. We have Bill Ruha, we have um, Josh Kahn, and then I'm gonna do some, but we are almost done, and you guys are hanging in there, and that's super rad. Keep it clapping, everybody, for Bill Ruha! All blacks and whites all over the world, and me. Thank you guys very much, newbies here. It's really great that I gotta go on after uh, that last guy who was fucking great, because I'm brand new at this. Um, I'm 46 years old, and um, I'm trying to stand up for the first time. This is like my, literally my second open mic. Thank you. Cheap applause. You got to go with that. Um, it should tell you how good I've done it, like every other job I've ever had. Then I'm up here, like, fuck it, I'll do this. I mean, I can fail at this too. Why not? Um, the stinger of it is, uh, you know, this last year was really tough, and there's a lot of social issues that have come to life, and white privilege is one of those things, and I'm, you know, prototypical straight white male, right? And I've done a lot of soul searching this last year, and the, the thing that's bugged me most is I'm like, you know, I'm, I have a GED. Like, I, I haven't done shit with my life. Like, I squandered my white privilege. The fuck did I do? I'm having these real, like, nightmares and stuff. I'm like, I have a 12-year-old daughter. I could leave her, like, maybe $7,000 if I died tomorrow. Like, what the fuck have I been? It's like I had a 100-yard dash to run. I got a 90-yard advantage and I finished like four out of 12. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Um, so, but uh, let's see, sorry, I'm the notes guy, I gotta get some notes here. Um, okay, sorry, I've lost my place, nerves. <coughs> oh, uh, I know where I was going with that, okay, white privilege. Um, last year, all the craziness, Trump, not a Trump supporter, uh, which is not you know atypical here for San Francisco. Um, but one of my last jobs was uh, being a copywriter in advertising. It's basically just a fancy way for to say that you're, you know, a writing whore. Um, and uh, uh, one of the things that kind of happens to me now is like one of my jobs was like naming things like products and services for, for companies. And um, the weird thing is, is like I keep hearing these, these names for things like QAnon and Proud Boys. And like I don't agree with any of the any of the people that support that stuff, but I can't help think like those fucking names are terrible, right? <laughs> like what is Proud, Proud Boys sounds like the last diaper your son would wear before underwear. <laughs> it's like my kid, little Billy is 18 months, okay? And let me tell you something, he's in, he's in his Proud Boys already, all right? I mean, I, he's gonna be potty trained by next week, I'm almost positive. I, he's a, and QAnon, QAnon's another one where I'm like, you know, I, I think, uh, those people don't know how that sounds, right? They have a lot of conspiracies and they're very far right wing kind of things. Like QAnon sounds kind of like 
a bicurious glory hole. You know, I'm like, it's if you've been trapped in outdoors for the last year and you just need sex so bad that you're like, fuck it, I'll just, I'm going to go to the QAnon. I, I don't know what's on the other side, but you know what? There's pleasure is on the other side and I'm, I'm not going to think about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, I don't think those people would be cool with that idea. So, um, so I'll leave you, let's see, what will, I, what will I leave you with? I took Bart to get out here. This is a, you know, I'm a local, you guys are locals. And uh, one of the things I realized, which is like mind-blowing, was like, oh, I should have been wearing a mask this whole time. Like, this, this, is, this makes Bart so much better. It smells awful. <laughs> it smells awful on Bart. I got on uh, a train. This was before the pandemic, and I don't know if this has happened to any it, Probably nobody hears a Bart writer because we're in San Francisco, but um, I got on a train. I was waiting for to show up, and, and the cart that pulls up for me is completely empty, right? And I thought, oh, well, you know, the door's probably broken. So the door's open. I'm like, oh, shit, my lucky day. There's an empty car. You know, it's hard to get seats on Bart. And I step in there, and it's just like the worst smell ever. And there's just poor one, you know, one poor soul sitting at the end of the train, and it's just like, oh, my God. And it smelled like somebody had, like, an orgy in a mortuary. I mean, it was, like, indescribably, it was awful, okay? So I just do this thing where I'm like, oh, oh, oh you know? And I'm like, I can't, I gotta go to the next. So I go over to the next cart, and this is the kind of asshole I am. I get in the next cart, it's crowded, but I'm standing by the doors. But then I'm just, my entertainment is I'm just looking over through the door, and I'm watching other people at each stop get on and go, like that, you know, and then have to run to the other. It turned into like some weird P.T. Barnum experiment there. But uh, anyways, all right, thank you guys very much. You're very kind. Appreciate it. Bill Rua, yay! Very funny set. All right, I'm super excited you've got him here right now. It was a big weekend for the accordion guy. Clap your hands together for Josh Kahn! Limp, limp on up here. Uh, give it up for Bill Ruha, you guys. Wow. Has anyone told you, Ruha, Ruha, got you all in check. Yeah, 46 years old, uh, obviously understands the Busta reference, but got something to say, man, coming in late. I got to respect that, man. Uh, straight up, straight up. Uh, big respect coming into this. Uh. My name is Josh Kahn. If uh, you're wondering what kind of interracial train wreck that I am, I'm uh, Asian and I'm Jewish. I'm Korean. My mom's Korean. My dad's family's Jewish. So I can mix your K-pop album on a budget. Um, as Pam mentioned, I do play music. I play accordion. I play accordion on the street for money, guys. what I do. So I identify as being a hobo, right? <laughs> My pronouns are, hey, you, and don't do that there. Uh, yeah, I mean, my name is Josh. I'm in a band. I'm in a band. Yeah. Comedians hate musicians because... Because even the worst musician gets laid still. <laughs> Man. Comedian. So it's like I had, so there's so many of my suggested friends list. His name is like Brian, bass player, comedian. I'm like, dude, you are three things that nobody cares about. <laughs> no, there's some nice Brians out there. I'm, like, I'm going to run through some new new jokes, thoughts I had. Um, you know, like they used to, I, I, I couldn't help but noticing for 4th of July, they used to run the flag down like halfway when there was a tragedy, right? And then with the way America is today, it just got to be too many hours for that guy, you know? <laughs> like running that thing up and down. It's like 4th of July, there's a shooting. Like what, do we, what do I do about this? I don't know. It's like, uh, the, you know, the board ruled that that guy was, was racking up too much hours. Um, you see that? They put the red sticker with the white lettering um, that says animal testing, and you slap it up on a stop sign, so it says stop animal testing. I'm like, how are we going to know which are the dumb animals? 
Dad joke alert. Okay. Um, those people, I've had a discovery with these people with the baby on board stickers on their car. They actually don't take their babies everywhere they go. So, th so they're liars. A, um, and the one that I ran off of the road and was like, you know, went down into the ditch and was like, looked in the back seat. It was like, Psh, empty baby seat, bro. What's the deal? Fucking saw the guy down here on Van Ness, and my girlfriend was like, "Does that is he carrying a baby in his backpack on his bike?" I was, pff, I didn't see, but like, if like, good job, fucking killing that baby. If so, like, I don't know, Jesus, <laughs> too many people. Okay, I don't know, I don't know. This okay, flat Earth. Okay, guys, flat Earth. You hear these people that think the Earth is flat? Okay, I don't agree with that shit. I think it's fucking dumb. Okay. But I don't know, like, I don't know that it's as round as they say it is still. <laughs> like, it's just, no, listen, because, like, even the guys that have been up in the space shuttle and stuff, I think that at best they can confirm that it's, like, a big hill. You know? <laughs> they can't really, they can't really say. Um, yeah, uh, there was, yeah, uh, I don't know. I had some other things to say, but it was earlier. Mike Evans was like, you could do porn instead of doing comedy. And like, I've heard some of my sets from like a year or two ago, and I would much rather people see me fuck than hear some of my comedy. So anyway, thank you. Josh Kahn, everyone. <clears throat> awesome. All right. We have another comedian. Put your hands together for Tom. Yay. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Tommy T. This is my first time ever doing stand-up. Uh, that's actually my stage name. I need a stage name because uh, when I tell jokes about my girlfriend, she gets really pissed, and I'm like, no, no, that's Tommy. That's about Tommy T's girlfriend, not about. It's not about you, dog. Uh, is anybody drunk in here yet? <laughs> Shit, that's gonna go badly for me then. I. Uh, you know, people say you don't have to drink to have fun. I hate it when people say that to me. Cause it's like, yeah, I mean, I could grow my own vegetables too, but I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> There's a grocery store right down the block. I'll buy my six pack of fun any day. Uh, but I really actually prefer to be cross-faded. Does anybody, you know, the perfect balance between drunk and high? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And so, um, you know, it's really the only way I, I know how to get through this bullshit that we call life. Uh, usually I just try, you know, inhale the good shit and exhale the bullshit. That's what I always say, ever since I first read that on Instagram. <laughs> uh, I'm finally off the dating apps for one of my once in my fucking life. Uh, I met my girlfriend, she said, what's your best pickup line? And I said, well, I didn't know I was supposed to have one on deck, but do you care about the environment? You like uh, saving waste? And she said, yes. And I said, well, I have a six pack of condoms at my apartment that's gonna expire if you wanna go rescue them with me. <laughs> It takes a special kind of girl to come home with you on that one. A true, she's a huge environmentalist. Um, <laughs> so when she gets to my apartment, she says, can you, can you guess what the first thing she says? I'm a very clean guy, clean apartment. First thing she says, what's a Wi-Fi password? And that's when I had to tell her I've been stealing Wi-Fi for the last five years, uh, and there is no Wi-Fi <laughs> password. Uh, and you know, I don't really like stealing, but if there's one company in the world I'm happy to steal from, it's motherfucking cocksucking Comcast. <laughs> because they have already taken so much from me. <laughs> uh, I'm originally from Spokane, Washington. Uh, it's a very, very white place, um, but it's actually getting a little bit more diverse if you count all the white people pretending to be black. 
specifically, the head of the NAACP a few years a few years ago was uh, a white woman pretending to be black, and uh, she said, "You know, I just identify as a, as an African American." And I thought two things. One is I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. And second of all, <laughs> it must have felt good when they fired her ass, huh? <laughs> uh, you know, suicide hotlines are false advertising. They don't actually help you commit suicide. <laughs> and if your last ditch effort was to phone a stranger, then maybe we're better off without you. <laughs> all right, yeah, I know that was mean. I'm actually a big mental health advocate. Uh, do you know why I'm in therapy twice a week? Because the rest of you motherfuckers aren't. Uh, oh yeah, I have a friend who works in M&A, uh, that's murders and acquisitions, you just kill people and take their shit. Alright, last, last joke, what do you call a bus in San Francisco? Wait, 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 motherfucker, no, 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 god damn it! <laughs> I missed the bus, alright. Thank you very much, that's all I got, appreciate it. Tom, everyone! A fantastic first set, that was great. Um, all right, <clears throat> I'm gonna run around and practice a joke too. Yay, clap for me. I made these fucking cherry pies and I'm so high, but this is good because I'm on this thing tomorrow and I'm supposed to debate and if I can be this high and I can remember my stuff, then I'm gonna be just fine. Okay, so I have to debate tomorrow. It's Peter Pan versus Peter Parker, and I'm Peter Pan, and I think this is obvious, especially in San Francisco, right? Peter Pan was the first bi-gender, bi-sexual, polyamorous character written in 1904, played in 1911 in the stage play by a woman, usually crazy, also polyamorous, and so progressive, so woke, his girlfriend, his number one girl, Tiger Lily, Native American, interracial relationship into fetishistic bondage play. <laughs> the pirates come steal her and bring her to the ship. They tie her up. He comes, he saves her. One of his special abilities, beside being able to fly, is sword play. Obviously, he's got a huge cock. That's obviously a euphemism. There's peg leg smee, S M S and M. There's, in there all they bondage, and it's a huge, and that's just his first girlfriend. He's got fucking Wendy at home, second wife eyes down. He's got the blonde wit bitch chained to the stove. She's cooking and darning fucking socks, taking care of the lost boys. I don't know what that means. There's gotta be some like, are they like rapists in training? What is happening with these boys on the island? His third girlfriend, interdimensional species, a fairy. He has a girlfriend who's a fairy. I, this is, I mean, it's so amazing. Oh, and then mermaids and the mermaids. He's got like 12 mermaid girlfriends. And his other special ability, his mimicry, he can talk and we're, he's great with his mouth. Cunnilingus on a mermaid. He can tell us what a mermaid vagina is. Haven't you always wondered? Peter Pan knows. This guy fucking knows on his intergalactic space orgy fucking island in the sky. Second star to the right, straight on till morning. Not straight. Fucking gay as the day is fucking long. There's rainbows, interdimensional species. And then Peter Parker is such a fucking prude. Cisgendered white male. I like this girl. I like that girl. Marianne. The only cool thing he's doing is jacking off in his closet because he's afraid Aunt May's going to find him. And hopefully... 
Hopefully that spider jizz is like really thick like a rope so we can tie it around his neck and he can autoerotic asphyxiate. And, uh, and while he's thinking about the fucking Peter Pan orgy on the space island. That's why Peter Pan's gonna win. Okay, am I gonna win tomorrow? That's perfect. It's funny, I have to do three minutes and that was exactly three minutes. So I'm doing that tomorrow at Hates Debates, and I'm like, it's funny because they gave they give you the topic ahead of time, and I was like, oh bitch, I'm a writer, I will write into this. Like I did research and like totally wrote it, and this is like the fifth time I've done this set. So I'm gonna be like, everyone else is like, oh yeah, I just kind of get the topic and then just kind of go with it, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fucking write. I'm gonna write that three minute script, <laughs> and then I won't even be this high. I ate a whole pot pie. It was like. If anybody wants some pie, I made some pie. Um, <laughs> what else was the new thing I was going to Oh, I don't smoke. I microdose death. <laughs> I, don't, I stopped smoking. <clears throat> That's the thing. Boys have been crazy right now. They've been talking about fucking microdosing food, intermittent fasting. Have you heard the new thing? All the guys, well, intermittent fasting. There's six hours a day I could eat. You're going to mansplain anorexia to me? <laughs> like... <laughs> I've been doing this for 30 years. I only wanna, I count my calories and I only have 12 on Tuesday. Yeah, okay. Sure, let's talk about it. Let's talk about high school. This thing is, I used to be bulimic, but I can't be anymore because I'm on food stamps. And bulimia is expensive, <laughs> you know? Like, you are four times the consumer. It costs, it's great for the American economy, but I just can't afford that rich girl's disease. <laughs> like. Sorry, I don't want to like talk down. It was me for a long time. It's just that's when I was rich, and I was like, you know, when you can afford a pint of ice cream. Well, that's not true. They had a sale at the gross out. They had ice cream. They had pints for ten cents. I'm like, what is this cancer ice cream? <laughs> Who is this gonna? Mer where? What is? It? Why would a pint of something must be wrong with it? If it's ten cents for a pint of ice cream, is it made with like? I mean, it's got to be made with some bizarre milk that was. I I have no idea. I didn't I didn't stick around that. I just I already was like that has cancer in it <laughs> I can <laughs> it's fine those are my, my sticks too are there any other comics we did it all we did it we did it are you tell joke we did it um okay thank you so much for being here at joke workshop um our next open mic will be Friday and it'll be the happy hour oh man I am flying this stuff is crazy it's because I put the hash in it <laughs> okay okay bye <laughs>